I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The 11 to 1 Show. I can't believe you just said that. Oh, it's not all sweet nothings for one celeb couple. They got caught having a row at the Grammys. More on that. But first, let's have some fun, shall we? This was the song, the very first song that I played four years ago on this show, if you can believe it. Cindy Lauper, girls just want to have fun. We had a little anniversary over the weekend. The show turned four and I am still having fun. Lots of fun. And I want to thank everyone who sent me messages over the weekend. Thank you so much. I'll tell you who was not having fun. Poor Ben Affleck. Oh my goodness. He wasn't having fun at all. He was dragged to his wife's work thing. That's what I'm going to say with that, right? Because, you know, when you're married to J-Lo... You know, her work thing just so happens to be the Grammys. And poor Ben just had the most bored expression on his face the entire time. He didn't even try and hide that he was bored. And now everybody is talking about him being bored, but also the pair were caught on camera. She was caught giving out to him a little bit, I'm going to say. You know, if you're having a little bit of an argy-bargy with your partner and you're like, just, not that right, just, come on. You know, this sort of stuff. And because you're in public, so you can't go full on row. Well, that little argy-bargy thing was caught on camera. And despite all the success of the Grammys this year, it's really hard to believe that this is the one of the most talked about moments. It just goes to show you the things that people will jump on. And J-Lo and Ben Affleck proving that they're just like the rest of us, having a row in public at the Grammys, the most glitziest affair, no less as well, is the content that we're all living for on the internet. It really is. Now, of course, people are going, what did she say to him? You know, what did she say? So he sort of leans in and he whispers something. Now, I'm going to say that he whispered to her, let's have a little bit of, come on, let's leave. Let's get out of here, baby. Let's get out of here. I think that's what he was saying. She's not having any of this at all. Now, she tried to smile it off afterwards. That was no use. And then, can we cue a drum roll, please? Because the Daily Mail, fair play to them, they called in the experts, an expert lip reader, to interpret what the couple had been talking about. So, what did she say? She said, stop, look more friendly, look motivated. Wow. Look more friendly, look more motivated. Well, to be fair, you know, he did look extremely bored. He had a face like a slapped bottom, is what I'm going to say. He just, 
was not feeling the vibe of the Grammys at all. So she says, will you look more friend- look more friendly, will you? Look a bit more motivated. And she did have that sort of vibe going on. And then the camera pans to her and she's all like, it's lovely and nice. It's grand. We're such a loved up couple. So much so that she afterwards posted a picture of the two of them going, loved this great, you know, loved my night out with my hubby or something along those lines. It's like, J-Lo, look it. We know that you guys are having a row. We are living for the row. So much so that we've gotten a lip reader to interpret what you've said. And, you know, it just makes you more relatable. Celebs need to come down to our level every now and again. And we're all for it. So there you go. It's not who won in the Grammys. I don't even know who won. I don't even know who won. But I do know that J-Lo and Ben Affleck had a bit of an argy-bargy. We're going to get new music from her very soon. Pink, what about us? She's got a new single on the way this month. It's called Trustfall. It's absolutely brilliant. You should check it out. It's online at the moment. I think you can get a little teaser of it. Now, uh, the, we were chatting to these guys before Eurovision and they were just absolutely phenomenal on the show the last time we were chatting to them. And they were phenomenal on Friday night because they are going to be representing Ireland now in the Eurovision Wild Youth. And And later on in the show, we're going to be talking a little bit about manifestation and, you know, this idea of creating the life that you deserve, your dream life. And it reminded me when we were chatting to Connor O'Donoghue, keyboard player from Wild Youth, a little bit, uh, when was it, a couple of months ago, a month or so ago, a month ago. And uh, he says uh, that he was manifesting and wanted to manifest his goals with regards to this. And it's come true. I got a little bit of a Twilight Zone music when I actually saw that they ended up winning the Euro song there on Friday. It reminded me of the interview. If you missed it, so I started off by asking Connor, you know, this idea of representing Eurovision you know where did the idea of coming to represent Ireland come from and this is what he started off by saying and then it leads into the manifestation bit Uh, I think some people yeah I mean if anyone follows me on Twitter maybe not because I used to just tweet it the whole time Um, (laughs) but that was more just trying to manifest it and just I I almost kind of it was just something I randomly tweeted one day honestly when I was sitting at home on my couch and uh, a newspaper picked it up and then loads of people started getting behind it and it kind of caught fire a little bit. And then people it. were tagging Michael Keeley underneath who's in charge of the Irvish and it kind of just all grew from there. I love it. And you mentioned a key word which I've just kind of, it's gone off in my head here because I'm a big manifesting fan. You've said the word manifest. Would you be sort of somebody that's into this kind of law of attraction, the secret vibe? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, very yeah, good. And the power, of, the power of positive thinking, yeah, totally. Wow. Something I'm into, yeah. Okay, so like, would this be something that you like would have done all through your life? Or like, is it something that you kind of happened upon recently enough? Um, I think I struggled quite a bit with my mental health and just sometimes yeah. just with different things. Um, I just got into a thing where I was just, I, I run every day, which helps my mind a lot. And then from there, I just, I try and remain positive and I try and stay driven and I just try and set goals all the time and I think about them all the time and whether that's put my screensaver on my phone as something I want to achieve within the next three months or if it's putting it on my wall or my pleasure. And it's always, and I'm very kind of, I'm very focused on what I want to do and what I want to achieve. There you go. Positive thinking, the power of positive thought and thinking about your goals and putting your goals on the screensaver on your phone. 
I love all that. I love it. And now, Wild Youth are off to represent Ireland in the Eurovision. Now, all we need them to do is go one step further and visualise winning the competition. There's Ed Sheeran with Celestial. I went to the zoo yesterday, Dublin Zoo, and lovely day out. But something stopped me in my tracks because... As the kids were pressed against the glass to, you know, check out the tigers or whatever it was, all I could see was armfuls of phones capturing all of this. And these kids were as young as about five or six, I'm going to say. And I just feel personally having a child that age with a phone, that's too young, way too young. What does a child of six or seven need a phone for? They don't need a phone. And they're there and they're videoing things and they're po- like, I'm seeing them actively poke that, you know, a survey released today by CyberSafe Kids uh, to mark Safer Internet Day sees that, you know, 50% of children themselves feel that they spend too much time online and almost a quarter of the kids surveyed have seen content on the internet they would not want their parents to know about. That is very concerning. So they have seen this content and they don't want us to know about it. And this survey, by the way, was conducted with 8 to 12 year olds. And 30% of children can go online whenever they want. Whenever they want, they can go online. A quarter said they weren't allowed before bedtime and 3% said they were never allowed to go online. I mean, look, I know technology and the internet is part of our world now. But I just feel 30% of children can go online whenever they want. That just seems a bit crazy to me. Like I, as you know, have a teenager, you know, 17, nearly at the stage now where she's an adult, you know, to be making her own choices. But even the teenager in my house is limited in terms of the amount of internet time and screen time that she has. And this is all being released today on Safer Internet Day to highlight all of this. And it's really just a kind of Because look, I know, I know parenting is hard. You can't be kind of on top of them for everything all of the time. I completely understand that. But when it comes to this, when it comes to Safer Internet Day and and safety online, I really feel that this is a good opportunity to kind of look and kind of go, look at how long are they spending online? What are they looking at? And opening up the conversation is the key thing. We're going to be chatting about this uh, a little bit later on with Owen Clark. He is from switcher.ie. He's a broadband expert and switcher.ie has have released 10 really, really important and simple tips for us parents to follow. And even if you followed a couple of these, it would be on the right track. It really would. And the first thing that's on the list is opening the lines of communication. So what are we doing online? What are we looking at online? Is the, you know, parental safety guide on on the actual, is those notifications in the settings? Are they all, you know, aligned up so that they're not viewing things that we wouldn't want them to view? Little things like that, that will really help. And I just have to say, you know, what looking at kids at that age, five and six years of age, taking loads of videos and photos of animals. I mean, that just concerns me. It really does. Instead of just actually being in the moment and enjoying the animals and, you know, get, getting on with it. They have these phones pressed up against the glass. And, you know, it has to come back to us. We have to sort of think and assess and sort of think about, you know, how much they're spending on the screens and how much they're spending online. So we'll be chatting about that a little later on. Would love your input on this. Do you have rules in, at home? Do you, Have you put rules in place around online, what they can be, how long they can be on, on online, first of all, and what they can view, are the parental control set up? Have you any tips uh, about getting them off 
I like to just switch the internet off sometimes. That goes down very well in our house. If you have any tips like this, 086 1800 658. YouTube, beautiful day. Parents keep giving the kids phones as young babies to watch cartoons on YouTube, so I'm not surprised that they have phones themselves at age five, says a message on 086 1800 658. Guilty. Guilty as charged. I definitely did that when, uh, particularly my my second kid, when he was smaller. That's what we used to do to keep him entertained. You know, if you're going out for dinner, you'd stick on YouTube and the cartoons and everything. Uh, Yeah, totally guilty of that. But you do have to sort of take back control and have a little bit of, you know, rules in place when it comes to screen time and how how long they're spending online. We're going to be chatting about this with Owen Clark. He's from switcher.ie. He has 10 tips to keep kids safer online. We're going to hear from him after these. The 11 to 1 show. Let's face it, our children spend most of their time in the online world and despite our attempts to limit screen time and encourage them to spend more time outdoors, the online world is always going to be more alluring to them. So how can we keep them safe online? Well, today marks Safer Internet Day and with one in four children experiencing cyberbullying, Switcher.ie have released a guide to help us teach our kids about the importance of online safety. Joining me now to tell us more is Owen Clark. He's broadband expert at Switcher.ie. How are you getting on, Owen? Very well, thank you. Great to have you on the show. So, Owen, Switcher.ie, you're one of the guys that's saving us money at the moment. Yes, uh, Switcher.ie is a, is a free, impartial price comparison and switching service that helps thousands of households save on utility bills each week. So, typically things like gas, electricity, broadband, mobile phones, even mortgages, credit cards and loans. So, there's a wide range of products that will help consumers save money and time. Oh, that's great. So just log on there and people can get you put in your, your current provider for whatever thing it is. And then you can see all the different comparisons and prices. It's fantastic service. Yeah, it, I, I mean, we've been uh, in the Irish market for 10 years, over just over 10 years helping households save money. So, you know, something like gas and electricity, which is very topical at the moment. Yep. Uh, gas bills are, are and electricity bills are sky high. Uh, like switching providers takes probably about four or five minutes. You need a copy of your, your last bills that will help you and you need a meter reading. So a typical ha- a typical family could save about €380 Euro just by switching. So it's well worth doing it. Oh, it really is. And as well as that, you are helping us keep safe online today. And look, Owen, I have a teenage daughter. She's 17. And like most of her uh, teens her age, she lives in the matrix, as I call it. So totally online, you know. And this is alarming for us parents. Like, I mean, should we be worried? I mean, it is hard to kind of monitor what teenagers particularly are doing, you know. Yeah, I mean, the statistic you mentioned earlier on about one in four children have experienced bullying and cyberbullying in Ireland. Yes. And then around 60% of victims um, only tell their, their, their parents. So that is, that's a huge concern. Um, and we do live in a digital age. There's no doubt about that. It, you know, there's some, it's important to note that the digital age has helped us progress. You know, things like education, for example, going online during the pan- pandemic. So it is a valuable tool but it's also, it has dangers and, and parents need to be aware of those dangers. So we've compiled uh, a number of tips that, that help households and, and parents protect children online, which is, you know, is, is hugely important. I mean, the one that sticks out for me is mm. always to talk about things, is yeah. communication. 
And I think, you know, that ties into like spotting the signs, you know, pay attention to your children's behaviour while they're on devices and being alert to changes in their in their uh, behaviour. For example, you know, some of the warning signs might be that they're withdrawing from friends and family or mm. you know, having problems sleeping or eating problems or losing interest in uh, previous loved hobbies or interests. So really the communication part, talking about it is, is, is hugely important. And I mean, when they're old enough to do that, <clears throat> encourage your children to speak about, you know, what they're viewing in, online and, and empower them to act if they're worried about anything. So, it, you know, if they do see something that they feel they're not comfortable with, you want to know about that as a parent. So, and and again, you know, it, it depends on the age of the parents and the kids, but, you know, their kids are very tech savvy. They pick things up really quickly. So, you know, it's as important for, for adults and, and parents to recognise the risks. So we need to educate ourselves as well about the potential dangers that are online. So it's easier for us to spot the warnings. So that's a really important part of it. And then there has to be guidelines. I mean, parents are parents and kids are kids. And you want them to have fun. You want them to have an enjoyable time. But we we need to teach them the, the do's and don'ts as well. We need to be clear about where that red line is, what yeah. the non-negotiables are as well. So, you know, you want, ultimately what you want to do is teach your, teach your child not to share personal details or photos with strangers, for example, So, uh, or not to be sending messages to people that they don't know, for example. So, Well, this is it. And you see, they think as well, just because they've met them on this maybe site that they're on all the time, that they suddenly know them. And it can be very easy to get sucked into kind of a, a so-called friendship in inverted commas zone, as opposed to, you know, what might be really sinister going on behind the scenes with regards to that. Yes, and, and and we've heard stories about, you know, adults, for example, you know, faking profiles to, yep. to say that they're younger children. So, that, you know, the, the dangers out there are real. Um, and another, other tools that are, are, are widely available are, are things like parental controls. So your broadband provider will have parent control tools uh, that block certain sites. So they, they just whitelist these sites. So they yep. can't get access to them. So... If you're really, really worried about what your child is viewing online, you know, you can go to your broadband provider's website. You can you can look at what tools they have available. They, they'll they come, you know, as, as part of your package typically. And you can block then uh, specific sites and filter out any inappropriate content, which is hugely important. That's massively important. It really is. And, you know, there's things like you say there, you know, I think it's really important to, you know, be looking at what our kids are doing in terms of the, the behaviour on and offline. Like if you notice that behaviour, that's a really key one, I think, for people to know as well. Like we at home realised, you know, OK, we need to put a stop to, to a lot of the online activity during the week. That's what we noticed with regards to our, our children. So, you know, there's there's ways of switching on off the internet isn't their own you know this is a broadband expert <laughs> yes for, for sure and, and and i think you know you know you can look at it in a blank way and say you know you only have access to internet at different times during the day so you're or, you know or, or you know for half an hour after school you don't want them to be on devices late at night for example or or out of sight yeah um, but you know, social media is huge, and it's huge for it's huge for adults. It's huge for children as well. Obviously, we've got apps like TikTok, we've got Snapchat, and it does make it harder to keep track of what your children are accessing online. 
But all of these platforms have privacy settings. They mm-hmm. have safety tips for parents. And I would advise parents before they give their child an account to actually go and look at these. So there is a huge onus on the parents to, to say, you know, I'm going to control what they're going to view and when they're going to view it. Yeah, completely. And, you know, I've, I've a child at the other end of the spectrum. I have a six-year-old own now. He's more addicted to the Nintendo. He's not so much kind of online like the teenager. But it's probably never too young to start that education about online safety. Yeah, as soon as they're at an age where they can comprehend and understand and and you know, understand the messages that you're trying to convey to them. And it touches on another really important part as well, which which parents and adults can play in this, is to set a great example. Yeah. So you're the biggest influencer in your child's life uh, when they're young. So limiting your time online and discussing the dangers you've come across and answering any questions that they might have been kind of reinforcing that message and the rules around online that will go a long way to changing their behaviour. Yeah. Yeah, and like we've done that ourselves at home, you know, when the when the uh, phone is taken away from the teenager, I also kind of put my phone in a shoebox as well and we sort of just go, right, we're both doing this now, you know, we're both kind of away from devices for a while and, you know, you'll have a bit of resistance at first, but, you know, over time, they, they, this will become acceptable. And as you said, Owen, we are the parent, we have to be the one that's enforcing this. We're not, you know, unfortunately, we have to be the bad guy sometimes. It's true. I mean, um, changing that behaviour is important. I mean, there might be rules that you'd like to set that around mealtimes and mealtimes there's no devices. So that's it. There's just no devices because that family time is important. It might be the only time throughout the day where everybody is together. But some parents might find all of this very daunting in terms of the information that's out there and it's, you know, how do I access the information? You know, where, where do I start, basically? Yeah. And the advice that I would give is to seek support. Um, the more that you learn about the online dangers, the better equipped you'll be to be able to handle them and educate your, your child or children. And there's some great resources out there. So there's a website called webwise.ie. Mm-hmm. There's another one called internetmatters.org. And then there's ie. So these are you know, online tools, online websites where you can access information to educate yourself about things like cyberbullying and how to protect your, your, your children online. Fantastic. Owen, thank you so much for joining us with all of that information today. I uh, really appreciate it because it's such an important uh, day today, Internet Safety Day. Absolutely. I mean, it's, 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 it's an, it, the internet and websites are incredible tools. As I say, you know, we use them at schools, we use them in education, we use them for jobs. You know, our careers revolve around the digital world. But children, it's really important that they're kept safe. It really is. Uh, Owen, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Webwise.ie, internetmatters.org and cybersafekids.ie. They are some of the websites that Owen was chatting about. And a message coming in here. No phones slash devices at mealtimes. I was sick of seeing the tops of my kids' heads. Yeah, what Owen had mentioned there as well, you know, this idea of even just at mealtimes saying, right, that's the end of technology. We're going to actually have a conversation with each other. <laughs> that, yeah, I know exactly how you feel with that, with the tops of the heads only being shown and them slumped over the dinner. Yes, little things, little things will go a long way in the long run. Um, and if you want more details, webwise.ie. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. Oh, LMFM. Hi, LMFM Northeast Update.
with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 He played five amazing sold out shows here in Ireland over the summer, but on this day in 1962, Garth Brooks was born. So happy birthday to him. And today, I love this, is send a card to a friend day. It's your chance to tell them exactly what they mean to you and why. This is not about a phone call or an email or a text or a WhatsApp. This is a day to send a card in the post. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. I do love getting cards sent in the post and actually cards or letters from friends from years back. I still have them in a shoebox and I take them out from time to time and they go right back to, you know, even when I was in school and had pen pals and things like that. Yeah. Really, really lovely. And I have to say, a lot of you have sent in uh, mail and post to us here in cards, which is really nice. Often after we've spoken to the solicitor, Elaine Byrne, lots of cards for Elaine. She's got a big fan club here in the Northeast. And I can tell you that she will be coming back on the show next Wednesday to answer more of your questions that have come in as well about Wills. And I'll remind you about that again next week. Now back to the music. Here's Coldplay. There's Coldplay, Fix You on LMFM's 11 to 1. She swapped a 9 to 5 life she hated. She's now living out her dream. How? She manifested it. Creative entrepreneur Diane Merfeldine is going to be joining us after news. The 11 to 1 show. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. The best in motoring, here for you. Super fun. Clapping when an aeroplane lands. I hate that. And it seems I'm not the only one. In the run-up to Valentine's Day, people reveal what gives them the ick more. After Bruno Mars. I was your man. Brilliant. I hate it. I hate when people do this when an aeroplane lands. I just, it makes me cringe. It makes me cringe so much. And it turns out I'm not the only one because clapping when the aeroplane lands, along with having dirty fingernails, are up there with the top things that could lead to a relationship ending. I'm mentioning this because Valentine's Day is approaching. And you need to have these things on your list, okay? So, what gives people the ick? The clapping when an airplane lands. Yeah. Having dirty fingernails. Having bad teeth as well. So you might want to book in to the dentist or orthodontist. Chewing with your mouth open. Not good. Also... I can't even keep that going for too long. Breathing heavily. A no-no. Eating and talking at the same time. Yeah. Sinead would love a coffee now. Could you make Sinead a coffee? Referring to yourself in the third person. That's a big fat no for people. Also oversharing on social media. You know, sometimes social media is not your diary. Is what I'm going to say, right? Some people just go a bit mad with that. Double texting. So, 
What is this? Sending a secondary text if you've not responded after the first one. So, and some people do this instantaneously. It's like, okay, I'm getting around to it. That's the great thing about WhatsApp. You can just pretend you haven't seen, you know, and the little blue ticks won't come up. So it's great. Not wearing socks with shoes. That's giving people the ick. Having shoes that are too dirty. Wearing too much makeup. Okay, too much makeup. That's going to give people the ick. Wearing a tacky watch. I think, though, I don't know. I'm all about a tacky watch. I'm all about a tacky watch. Uh, what else? Wearing a weird coloured lipstick. So greens or blacks or those kind of ones. This is a big one. Wearing sunglasses indoors. Who do you think you are? You know what I mean? Like, that's just no. Also, having too many shirt buttons undone. Yeah, wear, wearing socks to bed. Now, this one I'm going to defend, okay? I have poor circulation and wearing socks to bed is something I love doing. You know the fluffy ones as well, particularly at this time of the year? I'm into that. I'm into a bed sock. Anyway, these are the top things that are giving people the ick. Have you got any that give you the ick? What gives you the ick now that would kind of end a relationship? What would just be a deal breaker? 86 658 the buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Britney Spears has posted an acapella version of Oops, I Did It Again on our social media channels. Here it is. I think I did it again. I made you believe we're modest friends. Oh, baby, baby, it might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Just to lose all my senses, that is just so stupidly me. Oh, baby, baby. Jennifer Lopez says she always has the best time with her husband, Ben Affleck. This is after photos emerged of them looking tense at the Grammys. The singer posted a video montage on Instagram with clips and pictures of the couple together. The 53-year-old who presented the award for Best Pop Vocal Album to Harry Styles accompanied it with a loved-up caption. Jeremy Clarkson's farm is back on Amazon Prime this Friday. The host announced the news yesterday with a trailer. Here it is. Oh, my God. You're not frightened of mice. There he goes. He's actually underneath your wheel. As soon as you move, you're going to kill him. Oh, roll back. You just killed that poor mouse. I'll bury him. He lives! <laughs> That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Picking at their belly button or picking their toenails. I feel sick even typing this, says a message. Uh, that's picking at their belly button. Yeah, that would give somebody a nick. Being messy, says another. Yeah, being messy. Uh, once dated a guy who wore fake tan. Ick. Yeah, I don't think I'd be going out with someone now with fake tan either. That would give me the ick. Keep those coming in. 086 1800 658. Alanis Morissette with Ironic. I found the best thing on the internet. Okay, I know it's safe for internet day and I know we're trying to reduce our use of being online and everything, but this is going to brighten your day, I promise you. And it's to do with Alanis Morissette. It's a family in the States. They're the Holderness family, okay? And they have a video. Alanis Morissette narrates your day. Here it is. I want you to know that that's not where dishes go you have to wash them off and then put them in there yeah do you actually think that when they're left 
over there, pick it up. I'm sure you'd make a really excellent mother. Plus, the food that you ate used to be on your plate. Didn't make it into your mouth when you opened wide. No. It's on the table, on the floor, and I'm not gonna clean it anymore. So much rice, so much rice. Yeah, there's so much rice. so funny it is just so funny you have to see it in all its glory the dad has got a black wig on him and he's singing at his son not picking up after him it's brilliant Alanis Morissette narrates your day it's going to brighten your day I highly recommend you google it now somebody else who's going to brighten our day is our next guest she was stuck in a 9 to 5 job that didn't fulfil her she wasn't living the life she deserved however after a lot of soul searching and some work she is now working as a full time creative entrepreneur she's also Ireland's first live wedding painter as well as being a success life and manifestation coach. We're going to be meeting her. Her name is Diane Melderfeen. She's from Mornington. We're going to be chatting to her after these. The 11 to 1 show. It's already February 2023 and at the start of the year you promised yourself that you would leave the job you hate meet the love of your life and start living your dream life. But so far you're still stuck. Well, my next guest can help. She's a creative entrepreneur. She's Ireland's first live wedding painter and she's a success life and manifestation coach. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Diana Merfeldina. How are you getting on, Diana? Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're from Latvia originally. Yes, I'm, I'm from Latvia. I live uh, 19 years now in Ireland. 19 years here. What brought you here all the way to County Meath from Latvia? Uh, well, um, it was the work, the work first. Uh, when I came here, it was the language and I wanted to see the country. And then um, I worked uh, here in Ireland as well. And then I met my husband. Um, and we now have four beautiful girls together as well. So OK, so well settled here now at this stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before COVID, things were very different for you. You decided to take a leap of faith, though. Tell me what happened. What was life like for you before COVID? Yeah, so before COVID, I was working in logistics um, in the office. Um, I felt like there's something missing in my life. I had this little voice telling me that I meant for more. There is more for me to be done in this life. And um, I was um, always very creative and I had this hobby on the side, my art, you know, painting. And I couldn't really believe in myself fully enough to just go for it. So I just had this little hobby um, that I, I was painting on the side when I had time between four girls, you know, and the job. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and just felt a little miserable, felt that I'm missing something in life. That's, that was me before COVID. And then COVID happens. And did your work change? Were you suddenly working from home? Yes. 
So um, I had a little bit more time to think about things. And um, around the same time, I got introduced to my first coach um, because, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. And yes. that's when I um, got introduced to one of the Bob Proctor's consultants. I don't know if you've heard of Bob Proctor. I have heard of Bob Proctor. <laughs> OK, so people who are into the secret will know about Bob Proctor. He's kind of one of these revolutionary thought leaders. He's a very spiritual guy. He's all about kind of helping people manifest their dream life as you are as well. Yes, yes. And he's, um, yeah, so I was studying uh, his program. And um, so that happened during COVID because I was so, like, it, it was, it always, now I know it happened for a reason. But before that, I was like, oh, I just stumbled into that person and that's how it happened. But I, that was the time when I started manifesting. So I manifested the first coach and um, I got introduced to this beautiful material and I started to shift my mindset to work on my limiting beliefs. And um, around the same time, I decided to quit my uh, full-time job. It was Big the step. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Big step. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, the, the, you know, the scariest decision in my life because nobody supported me. My Even my own husband was like, now what are you doing? It's not the time. Times like what? what but I, I, because I knew I can do it now, I, I just went for it. And I, I think we spoke uh, last year when this first idea came to me to be a life wedding painting. Yes. A life wedding painter. And um, yeah, since, since then, everything changed so, so dramatically. Yeah. And, um, and talk to us a little bit about this. Let's like sidestep just for a second. Talk to us a little bit about the wedding painting, because this yeah. is huge. You are in big demand. And like you mentioned, we did speak about this on the show last year when it was just you were sort of just starting off. Things have exploded yeah. with this, haven't they? Yes, yes. So um, I'm the first light wedding painter in Ireland and people, when they hear about me, they're like, wow. And yes, I'm getting so many bookings and um, it's exploded uh, and I'm just so, so happy. I, you know, believed in myself fully enough and I had uh, was introduced to this material that I could just take a leap of faith and go for it. So much so um, yeah. that you're not in the logistics anymore. You are doing this, but you're also a creative entrepreneur. You're you're helping people as well with, with manifestation. So manifestation, it's a real buzzword at the moment. It's kind of been thrown around a lot. There's a lot of literature on this. There's a lot of books on this. What does it actually mean in, in your own sort of way? What do you think it means, Diana? Well, manifesting is some, it's to bring something you desire into your life um, through the law of attraction that you've heard. Yes. To your belief. Um, so a lot of the time people think that to manifest something, you have to dream about something and, and it will come to you. But the thing is, you attract not what you want. You attract what you are. And um, that's what manifestation is all about. You need to change first to attract what you want. You know, so that's how it works. Okay, yeah, because a lot of people, as you say, just think that they sit around visualizing. No, <laughs> you need to you need to take action with this. As you say, you need to really it's it's all these self-limiting beliefs. So f- in your mind, there is that other voice in your mind that likes to sabotage you that says, oh, you can't do that. You're not confident enough for this. You won't be good at that. It's about silencing that one and changing that voice for a new thing to be saying, you know, you can do that. You are confident. This is for you. It's all about that, isn't it? It's all about that. We we have the big four, as I call them. It's um, 
criticism, fear, guilt, and resentment, and they can really ruin um, our lives. And unfortunately, 98% of our brain is run by subconscious beliefs like this. Mm-hmm. So if somebody criticizes you before the age of 10, normally when we are children, and it could be your parents, teachers, friends, um, maybe someone just like mentioned you're not smart enough or you're not good with maths or like what are you doing, you're not good at art. So we get them those beliefs uh, deep down in our subconscious. I'm not good enough. I'm not brave enough. Somebody else can. I can't. You know, somebody is smarter than me. And that's how we just stop um, believing in ourselves altogether. So when we then want to manifest something in our life, what happens is you tell, you tell, oh, I want, um, I don't know, um, to be an artist. And then at the end, like subconsciously, you don't even sometimes notice it. You have this reel that is playing, uh, who are you joking? You know, yeah. I'm not going to make it. Nobody wants to buy my paintings. I, I was like that in the very, very beginning, and my husband didn't help a lot. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I know, and, and it's probably from the in the best possible way. He's probably going like, look, this is a crazy idea. What are you doing? It's because he, yeah. he needs to get wrap his head around it as well, so much so that he's done a complete 360 now, hasn't he, on this? I know, I know. And sometimes like people um, listen to people around them, but you know what I, I would advise? If anybody's doing it right now and they want something more in their lives, not listen to people who haven't done it themselves, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. If you want an advice, go for a person that has done it and, and ask them, is it possible for me to do this? Never listen to, uh, you know, um, as I call them, opinions are the cheapest of commodities. So don't listen <laughs> to anybody. Yeah, I, I love that. I really do. So in terms of the manifesting uh, aspect of your life, like how long did this take? Was this a lot of work or did you find once you kind of clicked into this that it all fell into place and it became easy for you? I still, I'm still manifesting, but okay. one of the one of the first ones, um, and it's actually easy. It's natural for us. We always manifest. Manifesting is something that we do all the time. It's just people are not notice, not noticing it because a lot of the time with your, you know, oh, I can't do this, or, or you know, the limiting beliefs or negative thoughts, you attract the same negative things into your life. So. When it started to shift for me was when I started to be grateful for what I already have and this gratitude um, into the people, into everything that I already own. That's when things started to shift. That's when my feelings changed. And that's when I started to attract things and people into my life. Like this idea with life waiting painting came to me from someone else. It wasn't my idea. It was actually my friend that came to me and suddenly decided to share this idea with me, you know. So things like that will start happen one by one when you start shifting, when you start actually being grateful for what you already have. So when you set up the easel then, the first uh, live wedding painting, you must have just been pinching yourself going, oh my God, this actually works. It does, it does. The fact that you can have, um, as an artist, the money that I'm earning right now, and, and it was one of my manifestations was that I will be selling a painting for 1,000 euros and more. And Brilliant. it came, like, and it's with such ease and people are happy to pay more and, like, it's just incredible, yeah. Well, do you know, money is the big block that I have and I'm actually mm-hmm. reading a book all about that and one of the things as well, particularly for women, and I don't know if you came kind of in, in kind of, this was your experience, but this idea of, oh, people might think a certain way about me if I put a, a price, let's say, you know, mm-hmm. high or whatever. Did you find that that then you had to overcome those little blocks about yourself, about deserving to have this money for the time and effort and talent that you're putting into the painting? 
absolutely. It was like, and I started small. That's where, like, when my self-image grew and I had to work a lot on my self-image. It's the yeah. person you need to, as I said, if you want to attract more, you need to become the person that is um, that, that can attract more. Yes, it's, it's not what you want. It's it's who you are. So when I decided that, yes, my artwork is worth it and I'm worth to receive this money, a lot of the time people have this problem with receiving. Mm. We're not open to receive. Starting with the compliment or, or when you're walking on the street and someone says, oh, you're looking nice. And you're like starting, oh, just it's this something from pennies, you know, yeah. or you start to kind of find yeah. things to be uh, to like, oh, no, no, no. It's like you're not taking it in. And, and that's what I teach my students as well is to just soak it all in and when somebody buys you coffee take it and just say thank you and be grateful for like start with small little things like that compliments take it in just say oh thank you you know just accept it yeah we're so good at doing that aren't we we're so good at brushing off the compliments yeah I I love that that's one of the first things that you teach it's about accepting and taking the compliment and loving it's not big headed if you say thank you like you say absolutely and and talk to me about this because you do a um, it's called Living Prosperity Programme that you have for people which you coach people through all of this Yes, I do. I have two programs, like a ba- basic one where people start. It's called Living Prosperity. It's accountability mm-hmm. um, program. And there's also the mastery program that is a little bit um, more in-depth and it focuses on four pillars where we start, where we talk about the self, mastery of self, mastery of relationship, mastery of health and mastery of wealth. I just found that um, in the beginning I was teaching the, the concept um, as a whole and, and then I just divide them into to four and I like to explain each one individually because they all intertwine mm-hmm. and a lot of the time people come to me for this advice for money for the wealth um, but actually they they want um, better relationship they want to fi- finally start loving um, themselves first so it's a lot of um, you know overcoming the criticism and the fears and everything that's starting but it all starts with self-love unfortunately yeah we we are uh, so much into like disapproving and criticizing ourselves that um i i can't even explain how i, I want to shout at everyone start loving yourself guys oh yeah and, uh, I, i'm not surprised diana i'm not surprised that people are going a little bit broken to you like a little bit sort of not loving themselves like it even goes back to like what we just said about you know accepting the compliments and this idea that we don't mm-hmm. deserve them or you know we don't deserve to have this great life that we, we should be li- living and so many people were like you and are like you right now they're mm-hmm. going into that nine to five job they hate they're maybe with somebody that they don't love or they're looking for somebody and they're not finding it and you know it's kind of it's about taking ownership of it taking control and like you said you had to go to a coach to get to where you are now it's you know you're not alone through this Yes, I started by myself, um, you know, trying to find, trying to figure out, like, because I started having thoughts, but I couldn't really, the coach will really show you how and where to, because they went to this, you know, mm-hmm. and they can really, like, you can take an elevator instead of taking one step at a time, you know, that that's how I look at coaching. And you are hoping as well, uh, you, you ran a brilliant workshop back in January um, about mm-hmm. creating your dream life. You're hoping to run another uh, workshop on February 17th. Where can people get information about that? Yeah, so if you go to my Instagram, the G-Art, both my Instagram and website are called the G-Art. Yep. Um, if you can spell them. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, D-I-A-R-T. Yep. 
Yes, the DIA art. And uh, in the bio, there will be a link to the secret to love and money. So this uh, workshop uh, on the 17th of February at 1 p.m. Irish will be called the secret to love and money. And that's when I will be sharing. It's free. It's available for everyone. If anybody wants to join and they feel um, like they're stuck and they need some inspiration or, or like they have some belief that they want to shift, um, we will be doing it there in, in, the, in this workshop. And I love that you're giving back in that way. That this is free for people so if people want to get a taster of kind of what you're about and maybe want to work with you further they can they can do that if you could go back diana to yourself before covid that was you know doing the nine to five commuting not liking your life what would you say to yourself back then about knowing kind of what you know now i would say just just do it just do it. <laughs> just do it just go for it and um yeah because i was really doubting i think probably for a year i was doubting should i leave my job should i stay because of this um you know fear and um i wasn't very re- really ready but if i knew now what's going to happen today that, that this is the life I'm going to live, that I can drop my girls to school when I want, that I can take holiday when I want and I can be getting the money that I wasn't wasn't even dreaming about, you know, and have this lifestyle, uh, I, I would just say go for it. Um, just I would invest in myself probably yeah. earlier than that. Like I wouldn't be afraid because a lot of the time people think, oh, it's a big money. I don't want to do it. Um, and what I did as a mother, it was always my kids. My kids yeah. first. I... I I, like this was my first, um, the first time when I invested in myself, in, in my self development. And like, I, if if you are in doubt and if you want to change your life, I would go and just invest in yourself. If there's a course or if there's something that you wanted to do, maybe like art or um, you always wanted to paint, for example, and you didn't because you know you have family, you have this, you have that. Just take yourself first because we only live one life and. You better enjoy it. <laughs> oh, Diana, what a great message to end on. Thank you so, so much for joining us today and sharing your story. I wish you every success going forward. And uh, I really hope that things continue on this trajectory for you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sinead. Thanks a million. Isn't she brilliant? So inspiring. I'm just in awe of people who can, you know, take control like that and say, do you know what? This life isn't for me. I'm going off. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to lead the life that I was that I deserve. If you want to find out more about Diana and what she does, the D-Art. OK, so the and then D-I-A-R-T. You'll find her on Instagram. You'll find her on social media there. Also, the D-Art.com. And that Secret to Love and Money workshop, which is free, is going to be at 1 p.m. on the 17th of February. The 11 to 1 show. For me, it's women wearing too much makeup. This is the ick we're talking about, the ick, because Valentine's Day is coming up and the top kind of 40, I think it is, reasons for people breaking up with people have been revealed. Clapping on an airplane was one and I am all for the clapping on the airplane as in breaking up with someone if they clap when the airplane lands. No. Graeme says, going on holiday last year, I said to myself as we came in to land, if my wife claps after landing, I'm done. I literally file for divorce. Just as we came in to land, she turned to me and said, if you clap when we land, I'll divorce you. I looked at her with a big smile and thought, ah, you're a keeper. Brilliant. They're on the same wavelength there. I don't know. I don't like the clapping on the airplanes. No, no, no. Not, no, 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 no. Holding the door open, says somebody, that's the ick. Oh, now, come on. I'm all for a bit of chivalry. 
Oh, open the door for someone grand. I, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, wearing bad jeans says somebody oh baggy jeans baggy jeans uh, says somebody else that's an ick uh, don't like pet names like baby yeah, I'm not really a fan of that either to be honest with you no no keep those coming in 086-1800-658 your partner saying that you're fat or your clothes are baggy or cut your hair these are things that we don't like in relationships according to one message here yeah well like oh, definitely if somebody says you're fat that's them getting the door not you Sinead the biggest ick for me is during a meal when someone is intensely blowing their nose I hate it like toddle off to the bathroom for that yeah yeah I don't like that either Thank you for that ick moment. Also, somebody says, my ick is chewing loudly, Sinead, and there's a big red emoji angry face. Can I just say, sorry, um, sending emojis, by the way, is <laughs> on my list here. Sorry, Dexter. Uh, also, um, referring to their t- football team as we, we won the match. I don't know. I don't think that would bother me too much. Not paying on the first date. Always a tricky one on the first date, isn't it? I mean... Yeah, I I don't think that would give me the ick if they didn't pay. I don't think, I don't know. I'm a bit weird about that one. Uh, taking longer than you to get ready. I know, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I'd be the ick for it though. Saying pet names, we had that one. Also, uh, yeah, we had the wearing sunglasses indoors. That seems to be a big one as well. Wearing sunglasses indoors. That's giving people the ick. By the way, Jerry Kelly in Late Lunch wants to know, what does your partner do? That you that drives you insane. He has prizes up for grabs on that. Okay, not so much the ick, but things that drive you mad. Like in my scenario, black socks. There's black socks everywhere in my house. They're not in the laundry basket. They're flung about the laundry basket. They're pitched. You could find them on a floor in a sitting room. They're t- take took off. He takes them off and just fires them. That's my that's my one thing that just makes me go mad. This is what Jerry Kelly's looking for. What do you do or what does your partner do that drives you mad? 86 658 That is our lot of the show for today. Stay tuned for Jerry Kelly's on the way at half one. I'll chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. 